thanks for checking out the Blake Benz podcast. We got a lot to cover today, and I'm excited for you to join me, whether you are a first-time listener or a long-time listener. This is the podcast I put together through my business, Good Advice, and what we seek to do is bring on some amazing guests and people who are experts in their field while also helping people grow their business. That's essentially what we do is we are in the business of helping other people have more successful businesses. And by the way, as we're dipping in, we got quite a bit to cover today, but I want to tell you, if you are someone who you have been listening to the podcast, you appreciate the podcast, you may not know this, but actually the, the entire episode gets recorded in one take. I mean, I literally just turn on the microphone and I talk about, you know, really whatever's top of mind for me. And I got some, uh, some things that I am especially excited to share today. Uh, I don't do any ads for the podcast. I don't have any, uh, you know, I don't have some special contributor who comes on and pitches their services. I mean, I really started this out of an extension of my own business. And so having said that, you can really help me by subscribing to the podcast. If you like the podcast, you can leave a review for the podcast. And also, if you're from our NWA area, if this podcast has been helping you and your business, man, I would love a Google review from you. Go to my business, Good Advice, here in Northwest Arkansas, and feel free to leave a review if this podcast has been useful. And that will continue to help promote the business, but especially promote the podcast so that people can continue to get impacted in a positive way. So, there's my pitch. There's my my little uh, you know sixty second sound bite to ask you to do something on my behalf, and it's really the only thing I'm going to ask for today. The rest of this podcast, I want to talk about something that is so detrimental to business that I see it time and again in terms of what causes businesses businesses to struggle, what keeps businesses from creating the momentum they need to actually move forward. I mean, this thing is a killer when it comes to actually building the brands you need, getting the customers you need, and what have you. And it's found in two extremely simple words. It's the words, we're different. And I hear people say this a lot when they're talking about their business. And maybe even you've said this about your own business. Maybe when people ask you, hey, what's great about your business? Maybe you've even led with that phrase of we're, we're different. We're different from our competitors. And it's usually, it's, it's almost just as bad as when you ask someone the question of how do you keep your customers coming back to you? And someone answers with, well, customer service. Well, yeah, it's understandable, but but what does that actually mean, right? And the same thing's true for this this statement of we're different. And I have I hear people say things like, you know, we're different because we care about our customer service. I hear people say things like, you know, we're the only ones who have this feature with our product. You know, they'll say we're the only ones who are offering blank. They may even say, you know, I'm different from all of my competitors because we we have a special process. You know, we have a special uh, approach that no one else does. Or, you know, I like to joke about the business owner who has the extremely long description of that special process. And they talk about, you know, all the things they do to make their process or make their product a superior product to their competitors. And here's the challenge with this statement is that your customers don't care. I want to ask you if you've ever read the book, uh, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. 
If you haven't read this book, you need to check it out. And one of the biggest insights from this book is from Dale Carnegie. This book's forever old, and people are still talking about it. They're still quoting it. You know, they're still mentioning it in terms of it being a great resource for how do you actually grow in your relationships with people. And one of the, the most basic concepts from this book is to make it about your customers and not about you. And one of the things that he talks about in the book is how some of the worst salespeople, they will, they'll dazzle you with their resume. They'll try to dazzle you with how long they've been in business, how amazing they are, all of their accolades, all of their achievements. I've even mentioned in my last podcast episode about the, the sins of the digital marketer, where the digital marketer will talk about all the amazing things that's true about them. The best salespeople, though, the best businesses who are really serving their customers well, they're so in tune with their customers and they're talking about their customers. They're talking the, about the pain that their customers are experiencing, their language. And when they talk about their business, it's not about them. It's about their customers and what they do for them and how they help them and how they make the pain they're experiencing go away or excuse me, go away. And it can be strange where sometimes it feels like what we do really is different, but yet when we actually look at our competitors, we realize how similar it really is. And, and see, I think this is one of the challenges in business is it's, it's hard sometimes to recognize that what you feel like is special about you is actually not any different in a customer's eyes. Really great example of this is when someone plays the customer service card and someone says, well, we really care about customer service. Is everyone really actually having an awful experience with your competitors? I mean, I would venture to guess that your competitors are saying something similar. I'd venture to guess that they're saying they care about customer service too. And maybe your response to that is, no, 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 but we really care about customer service. Well, do you? Do you do it in a way that your customers can actually feel that and recognize that? And if you do really care about customer service, how would I know that? How would me as a customer actually know that? What are the things that you do that make you set apart from your competition? I had a conversation with a guy who he sells journals and I was holding one of his journals at the time. And I said, so how are you different than your biggest competitor? And he said, well, our journals are really high quality. You know, they're really uh, valuable. It's high quality materials. It's, it's when you hold it, you can tell that it's different. And I said, is that true? If I was to go to your competitor, would the first thing I say be, wow, this is just really terrible quality? Wow, this is really a crappy product? Would I actually say that? Or is that just something that you believe and you really are overly proud of the quality of your journal? Not to say that this, this person isn't accurate. It may be that the competitor, you know, their product really is total crap. But it's easy sometimes to fall into this trap of thinking that there's something special about my brand. There's something special about what I offer to the point where you think your customers will choose you as opposed to someone else. Here's another really great example of this. Whenever I started my coaching business, I started it in 2018. It was the, the winter of 2018. And at the time, I had been working for an executive coaching company. I'd been an executive coach myself, had worked with leaders from all sorts of incredible companies. And what I thought made me different, in fact, when I went into business, the whole my whole marketing strategy was on this whole concept of I am different. And the reason I'm different is because I've worked, you know, I'm not a coach who started my business out of my garage. 
Uh, because actually, as I was looking at my competitors, I was noticing, wow, there are coaches everywhere. There's business consultants everywhere. But looking closer, I was realizing that a lot of these people really had started out of their garage, that they really had just kind of decided to be a business coach. And in my mind, that made them illegitimate. I thought, well, I'm the one who, you know, I have Walmart, I have Tyson, I have JB Hunt. I have these fortunes and their suppliers who are all headquartered here. I have these amazing businesses who are located here in my city and who I've worked with firsthand. Surely that makes me different. And so that was my go-to-market strategy. When I started building my business, one of the first things I would tell people was, hey, yeah, I, I've worked with Walmart. Hey, I've worked with Chick-fil-A. Hey, I've worked with Tyson. You know, and I thought that this would create credibility in my customer's eyes. And I'm sure in some ways it did. I'm sure in some ways people were like, oh, wow, you're not just some random guy who thinks he knows business, but you do have firsthand experience in some of these larger organizations. I'm sure some people thought that, but it really didn't do anything for my business. I didn't have people who were calling my phone off the hook. I didn't have people who just couldn't stop reaching out to me saying, you know, hey, I heard you're the, I heard you're the Walmart guy. I didn't have people who were so enthused with my credentials or the certifications that I had, which I had plenty. I had thousands of dollars in certifications. I didn't have anyone calling me for those things. And I remember the very first week of my business, I was using a, a lead generation company who would send me an email at the start of the week and would tell me, here's your appointments for this week. And I remember it was a Monday morning. I got on my computer and I opened my email and I had the inbox email from this company. And the title, the title of this email was, you have no leads this week or you have no appointments this week. And I remember thinking, huh, well, that's strange. No big deal. You know, it's only the first week of business. It's, you know, it takes time to build this. But I remember the second week, the same problem happening. You have no appointments this week. And then the third week and then the fourth week. And I, I remember getting into that second month thinking like, and this is how naive I was. I remember thinking that I was going to be a multimillionaire like the first month of business because I was like, man, what I offer is so much better and so much different than everyone else. But here's what I realized, and it's, it's the same concept from how to win friends and influence people. People who buy from you, it's not that they're selfish, but they only care about themselves. If I'm going to buy something, I'm buying it because of what it serves me for and what it does for myself, for my business, for my way of life, what have you. I'm not going to buy something just because I have money to spend. I mean, maybe some people do, maybe really wealthy people do, but for the most part, I'm going to buy what I actually need, especially things that cost that are expensive to me. I'm going to buy them because the pain of not having it is so real. It's so tangible. It's something that creates real pain in my life. It creates real disruption in my day-to-day -day life. It's something that I think I have to have to make this pain go away. And so the way I changed my marketing, and I, I really, it took me getting to the point of like, you know, negative, I think at one point I had like negative $200 in my bank account. And I don't remember what month this was. It definitely wasn't the first month. It was somewhere in that four, five, six month mark before my business really kind of flipped and started building momentum on itself. 
But I remember looking and having like negative $200 in my bank account and thinking, this cannot work. This has to change. You know, the money that I'm making is so insignificant to the money I need to survive. And I remember we were paying bills. You know, my wife was pregnant at this time. And I just remember thinking, this has to change. We've got to do something different. You know, I'm, I'm literally going to go out of business and have to find another job. And so what did change? What did I do differently? I didn't hire some amazing digital marketer. I didn't hire some guru, though maybe I should have. <laughs> Who knows? I, I changed the way I talked about my business. And instead of talking about how I was different and what I could do for someone and the special process, uh, which, which, by the way, I still believe all these things today. I still believe that I'm different from all the other coaches. I still believe that I'm better than all the other business coaches out there. If I didn't believe in myself, you know, why would I want people to give me their dollar? But instead of, instead of making that my messaging, I did something different. I started really thinking about my customers and I started, I started to really talk to my customers. And instead of saying, hey, I have this special process, I started listening to my customers and my prospective customers. And I started hearing things like, man, I'm really struggling to get more customers. Man, I feel like I have this great brand, but I can't seem to get enough revenue. I can't seem to break through. Maybe I've even been, I've been stuck at a certain revenue uh, for the last two or three years. You know, I've never been able to really, you know, achieve that next big growth spurt for my business. And I started hearing other types of dialogue. I started to hear people say things like, man, I really can't. I actually had one guy who he said, well, you know, it's impossible to find good workers these days. And I thought to myself, is that true? Is it really impossible to find good workers these days? Or are you just a bad boss? <laughs> and not only that, I started hearing from employees themselves saying, my boss is terrible. You know, I'm quitting this company because I can't put up with my boss anymore. And I started seeing, I started talking to business owners who they were on the cusp of so many great things, but they just couldn't get out of the way of their employees. It's like one business who the owner, his employees had tripled their revenue in the last nine months, tripled it. And what he was planning to do, they were, these were all at-home workers. They, they worked from home. What he was planning on doing was going back to uh, going to all of his employees and spending the next three weeks really inspecting their work areas, inspecting their home offices, and basically, you know, developing, uh, you know, basically writing them up if it wasn't up to snuff, if it wasn't up to par. And I started hearing about these stories and just thinking like, man, what are you doing? Why would you do that? You know, get out of their way, you know, be a better leader, be a better manager. And if you aren't getting enough customers for your business, then maybe you aren't offering what they really want. Maybe your messaging is wrong. Maybe your, your strategy to get more customers isn't working. Maybe you're spending more time. I remember I had a, a person I was talking to who was so excited around their podcast and yet they weren't building any business. And so I began talking about these things. I started asking the question, hey, are you trying to get more customers for your business? Are you trying to be a better leader? Are you trying to build your 1,000 raving fans, You know the customers who buy from you time and again and again? And it's amazing how my business has really transformed, especially in the last few months. It's amazing how much more eager people have been to engage with me. The number of people who signed up for my newsletter, I have a newsletter that goes out every Monday. 
I have 135 business owners who open that email, or excuse me, who get that email every Monday, and about 40% of them open it every single week. I have more podcast listeners than ever. I have more people reaching out to me and engaging with me on a week-to-week basis, whether that's LinkedIn, whether that's through phone call, whether that's personal. And I really, you know, who I am as a person hasn't changed. I'm not a different person than I was a year ago. My business isn't really different than it was a year ago, but how I talk about it's a lot different. I've, I've changed in the sense of, I, I don't think of myself as being different just because I say that I am. I began really thinking about, okay, if I'm going to be different, then it needs to be different from my competitors. And it can't be the special process. It can't be you know my credibility. It has to be how I go to my customer and really offer something meaningful while all the other business coaches are talking about things that are vague, while all the other business coaches aren't, um, you know, they, there's this really toxic trend in the coaching world where someone will convince you to buy from them and then they'll blame you when it doesn't work. You know, I decided I'm going to really hang my hat on real results. And if I don't achieve that with my customers, then they shouldn't pay me a dime. These things have done a lot for my business. And so wherever you are in your business, again, whether you're an entrepreneur, maybe you've been running a business for a long time, I wanna encourage you, if you're gonna have a differentiator for your business, it can't be about you. It has to be something that is truly meaningful for your customer. And it has to be something, here's a great way you can check, it has to be something that talks about them and not about you. Stop building your brand marketing strategy on, we have great customer service, we're different, we have a special process. This kind of stuff does not work long-term. Instead, build your brand on the actual uh, physical, tangible outcomes that you can achieve for your customers, and that will help you become known, and more importantly, it'll build a brand for you that's clear because people will know exactly what they're getting when they buy from you. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. We'll have another episode later this week. Uh, Working with some clients this week, I'll keep you posted on some outcomes from that so you can know some things that you can use for your own business. And next week, we'll start having some more guests on the show again. I'm excited for that. As always, if you enjoy the episode, you're welcome to reach out to me, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com for any questions you may have. Feel free to review the podcast. Feel free to leave a Google review if it's helped you in your business. I appreciate you and I will catch you later. See ya.